Welcome to the King's Healing Room Podcast, where we are a kingdom ministry within global presence. We are located at 4326 Pharaoh in Syracuse, New York, 13219, where the executive pastor is Elder Yulon Jones and the senior pastor and founder is Bishop Brian K. Hill Sr. All are welcome. And God bless everyone. We are so excited to be here tonight. We are so excited to <clears throat> to be with you. On, uh, uh, let me just make sure everything's canceled out. On Word on Wednesday. Most grateful just to be uh, as when I was growing up, the senior saints would say, just to be in the land of the living. Amen. And then, which I say every morning now, it has a much more poignant uh, personal meaning. Um, whether I get up two or three times a day, ten times a day, or once a day, uh, I thank God for the use and activity of my limbs. Um, while some may may look upon me and see see deficit or see loss, or see injury, or see uh, pain and, 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 and uh, suffering. Or tonight, uh, our uh, topic, part two of our Bible study on lack, L-A-C-K, they may see lack. Um, uh, I see opportunity. Number one, I see opportunity to praise God. I, 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 and then I see opportunities in, in, as Paul said, being transparent so that so that people see God through me, um, I have an opportunity to show my children and uh, Trish and I, to show our children and grandchildren um, how to suffer. Is that all right? How many know anybody that doesn't know how to suffer? Uh, I might be, you might be on right now. <laughs> all right, but, but look upon me. The children of Israel and the wilderness were being bitten by snakes, poisonous snakes and Moses went before the people and, and God said, God said, get, get some two by fours and make a cross and, 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 and whittle out a snake. And every time they're bitten, have them run to that snake. Um, um, it, it is not, may not be all, but it is some of the basis for the symbol, for the slogan, for the medical community, a cross with a, uh, well, a, a rod with a snake wrapped around it. What would a snake have to do with the medical community? All right. Um, that's in, in some part due to that. Once again, hearkening back to the, to the days when America was a, was a not religious country, because we still think we are, but we were a spiritual country in gathering. Thank God for everyone. I'm so excited to be here. I hope you've had a great day because I've had a great day too. I'm excited to move forward. I'd like to start out with prayer. Thank God for everyone being on. Um, I'm not going to look at the screen, but if you have any questions or a real important comment, but really questions, because you can post your comments. If you have a question, please post it, because just like in elementary school, you're not the only one asking that question, but you can also text it to me, uh, the, the camera, all the all the notifications are off, but it will come up on my iPad. All right, and um, and if I see it and get to it, um, uh, I will, I, I will answer it 
the best I can. All right. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you once again for your love and kindness and your tender mercies. We thank you for life, health, and strength, and even that more abundantly. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for forgiveness. We thank you for loving kindness. We thank you for your patience, your patience, your patience. Lord, we thank you for your patience. Somebody chime in with me. Lord, we thank you for your patience with us. Let me make it personal. Lord, I thank you for your patience with Hill, with me. Because uh, 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 I feel I need it more than anybody else. I feel I need mercy. I feel I need grace. I, need, I feel I need forgiveness. Now, and we should be fighting in the street over who needs it the most. But guess what? God's got enough to go around. Is that all right? We thank you. Uh, 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 it is us to come into your presence. You are always present. You are omnipresent. You are always present here, there, and everywhere. We thank you for the opportunity to come into your presence with thanksgiving as we honor you and as we bless you on tonight in the name of Jesus. As has been previously, previously prayer, prayed in private for tonight, Lord, send holy revelation. In the name of Jesus, let let you be the Bible teacher on tonight. Let all of us, including myself, be the teacher. We thank you and we love you. Let miracles spring forth. Let signs and wonders go forth through this word. In the name of Jesus, let 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 houses be turned into homes, and 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 let homes become become houses of worship. We thank you and we honor you in Jesus Christ's sweet and holy name. Thank God. Amen. Let's everybody give God praise right where you are. Yep, 30 seconds. Right in your home, you should be making noise right now, even if it's just a pitter-patter. All right, God bless you. I have some very sad news. I hate to start out while we're on Wednesday with, with negative news, but I feel, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I feel it's worth noting, and it may help someone out there. Um, about three years ago, I, I started, y'all, y'all, you know I'm tripping. Uh, I, I acquired a uh, wirelessly charged coffee mug, well, anything hot, and it held it hot for about 30, for about 30 minutes between 130, between 140 and 150 degrees for a half hour. Changed my Life, I mean, changed my world, right? I mean, I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm sneaking this thing into my luggage into heaven, right? Because you need a coffee mug in heaven. Then they came out with, with the second version that did the same thing for an hour, and it's and it's made out of bone china. If you're not familiar with bone china, there's China, there's bone china. Bone china has ash has china uh, ash, which is just really a, a special process of burning clay and um, into what we call china now. And it's literally tasteless and odorless. When you, when you drink any fluid out of it, you literally get no taste. It's the, the cleanest water going in. It's going to be the cleanest water you taste. Uh, uh, cans, we know that cans add flavor to anything. So does anything. Um, even your, uh, we're going to get to Bible study. No, like, didn't I come here for Bible study? E e e even, even your canteen, your, your hot and cold, uh, 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 thermoses, they add, um, a tinny flavor. Uh, I, I don't care what the quality is. I've had them all from, from inexpensive, downright cheap 
too expensive. Uh, uh, double walled, triple walled, it does, does vacuum seal, doesn't matter. Tin is going to add flavor. Sometimes glass, certain glasses do. And so I, 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 I gave the first one away and I had the second one for about a year. And early in the week, this one broke. I, I, I kicked whatever it was on by accident. It fell. I tried to glue it and, and it's not going to work. So, um, if y'all feel sorry for heel, cash app a brother. And, uh, <laughs> I'm almost ashamed to tell you how much it costs. So I'm, um, I'm drinking coffee out of a, out of a layman's mug. All right. But it's, it's a nice mug. Uh, Trish collects mugs, not me so much. Um, uh, uh, I'm not sure. It's, it's backwards for me. Wait, pray, slay. All right. So now, Mother Hill, thank you for this tip. Years and years ago, I, I, I put hot water in the mug, put it in the microwave for 60 seconds, and run it out like you're, like you're running between the shower with no clothes on. Ugh. Ew. Gross. Gross. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm buzzing. And, uh, and uh, take it right out the microwave, and right when the curate is about to start dripping, I pour it out, put the mug under there. Keeps it keeps it fairly hot for maybe two or three minutes sooner. But everybody knows coffee never stays warm long enough. All right, especially on those cold Syracuse winters. If you're interested in that technology, there's many different mugs at many different price points. Uh, text me. I'm your tech guy. My Many of my pastoral friends call me Techno Rev. I ought to get an email. Well, God bless everyone. I pray you're doing well. I'm doing fine. Let's get into tonight. I did not receive any hate mail from last week. I didn't receive any uh, between um, between gospel artists and and. Uh, And um, uh, uh, really, really, almost any other subject. Um, uh, um, well, tides, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I don't want to get stuck on that tonight. I think the example that the Bible brought forth last week is really good enough to sustain us for about four months on all forms of giving to the church. Once again, just. Any any time, because we're talking on lack, any time, any time, you, you're not always not going to recognize the the motives as being Satan. Um, Genesis 3 opens up with, now the serpent was the most subtle of all the beasts that God had created. The word subtle is two, is two sides to the coin. One side of subtle means 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 prudent um uh half of proverbs and 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 stewardship and management and and could apply to the word uh a subtle and uh um uh, uh crafty um not wasting anything using wisdom now the flip side of that it's it's like a dog right um uh i don't care what the what i don't care what the breed is or the uh, or, or I don't care what the breed of the dog is, all right, like and like a dog and like a gun, it's really the owner 
that uses it for good or uses it for bad. And the word subtle is like that. Used for bad, now it can mean slick, um, underhanded, uh, throwing rocks, mother hill, and hiding your hand. Um, and of course, because there's no good in Satan at all, of course, he's on the other side of that coin. But God created him, God created him to use it, just like he created all of us and all of the tools, the attributes, the, the, um, our emotions. Um, uh, Jesus himself said, be angry and sin not. Well, he would not even use that in an instance if, if, anger, if anger was an emotion that came from Satan. It came from God. But once sin entered the earth, um, um, once sin entered the earth, then um, uh, um, then a lot of things that God did took on a dual meaning, and um, and so let me so while I'm here, sin entered the earth. When Adam and Eve were born, sin had already entered the earth. It just hadn't entered into mankind. It just hadn't entered into humankind. It hadn't entered into human beings. We we know sin entered the earth because. All of mankind perished, and a third of the angels were swept away and imprisoned by Satan's, um, by Lucifer, his rebellion, and he himself was cast from heaven to earth. Revelation, Christ says, I beheld him as lightning in my hand and cast him to the earth. So we know sin had already entered the earth. So when you read Genesis 1, um, um, before we get to where man uh, before actually we get to the passages where man fell, or Adam and Eve actually looked upon the fruit and 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 ate the fruit, that's when sin entered into mankind. That's when it affected our seed. But sin had already entered into the earth. So Satan, Satan came to Adam and Eve on the wrong side of the coin of subtle. Is that all right? If you receive that, say Amen. Anytime, this is my this is my spiel on. On any form of giving, there's the four main, four way, biblical ways of giving, New Testament ways of giving. There's three that we really practice now. Um, alms is really an, an overarching word for bringing anything to the altar. All right, but tithes, offerings, and giving. All right, and and they both have very specific. They can they can overlap, but they both have very specific means, very specific scriptures to bring them both out. Tithing as some would say not is in the New Testament, and uh, and um, and I believe it's just as much a law as unforgiveness. All right, and so, uh, but I'm not here to debate that. But any any time, no matter what the interface is, no matter who the person is, or the or the electronic medium or whatever print medium. Satan is behind it. Whenever Satan tries to convince you to divert your seed, because if you're not paying tithes, you're paying you're, you're paying something else. If you're not giving an offering, that money's still going to somewhere else, even if it's going into a 401k, which is very honorable. But God said, I want first fruits. God said, before you put in your 401k, before you put it in your um, uh, before you put it in your Roth IRA, before you put it in your mutual fund, before you put it in stocks and bonds and municipal bonds, before you put it in an emergency fund under your mattress or in your vacuum cleaner bag, 
God's like the mob. I want I want my cut off the top. All right. And the biggest and the biggest mobster on the earth today, on the earth today, is the IRS. They they're they're the biggest mobsters. All right. Forget Bugsy Malone and stuff. The IRS is because they the IRS locked them all up. All right. Al Capone, nobody could get them. Murders and everything else. They got them on. They got them on avoiding taxes. All right. Yeah, they're the, they're the greatest mobsters. All right. Be very careful how you allow anything to convince you to divert your seed away from the house of God. It could be a it could be a drive. Uh, I went to I, I visited a church Sunday. And um, like like the King Ceiling Room, they're they're having an outdoor event next week. I believe it is. I won't be here. Um, I'll be in Syracuse tomorrow. Yay! And uh, for our own outdoor event and and beyond. And uh, and they were they wanted to sponsor a number of children to get book bags and so forth. And they were asking uh, everyone there to sponsor a child. Now I had already paid. I'd already given my tithes on. Uh, uh, oh, I uh, cash app. No, not my tithes. I'm sorry, I go to the case. Just an offering, $20 offering. Um, I was there, I ate there. You don't eat at McDonald's and pay at Burger King. Um, so, so I, I gave a $20 offering, um, through cash app, and then at the very end of the service, right before the um, right before the um, benediction they explained what they were doing what the money what the budget they had what it was going for they had a testimony from a single mother and I was really moved by that uh, uh, amen our daughter is a single mother um, I was raised by a single woman my grandmother and my mother and we all know the stories of uh, uh, the uh, um, and, and the plight and the struggles and the challenges of being a single mother and a single dad also dads we got love for you and uh and so um, when I when I got home, uh, I went on text to give. I had to set that up, and I sold that sixty dollar seed. I'm not boasting. I'm not boasting on myself. All of us give in ways that that no one else knows about. But as a leader and as a and as a communicator of vision and of the word of God, I'm simply using myself. As an example, Paul literally said, I stole from other churches to give to you. And he was talking to the Romans. He lied. I literally robbed, he uses the word rob, R-O-B-E-D, robbed. He said, I literally robbed other churches. Well, pastor, how, how, can, how, can, how can Paul tell us he robbed someone? To, to stealing and, and robbing are two different, um, the result is the same, it's loss. Um, it's a lag. Um, but when you steal something from a legal standpoint, federally and in most jurisdictions and states, when you steal something, I wait till you leave your home and I take it. I steal an ATM or money out of the tent when no one's looking. When I, conversely, when I rob someone, I wait till you come home so I can get your ATM number and go to the ATM in broad daylight with your card and your PIN number and nobody knows the difference. So, Stealing, once again, this is legal terms in most jurisdictions in most states across the country. They are they are they have two different legal designations. To steal, Satan comes to steal, 
kill, and destroy because he's subtle. He's slick Rick. He doesn't do, as Mother Hill, as my mother would always say, he doesn't throw rocks and put his hands on and say, I did it. He throws rocks and hides his hands. All right? Trying to divert your seed out of the house of God. You don't even realize until it's done. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, if he, if he doesn't have to do it, then why should, well, if he says, then, then, then certainly I'm a little guy. Why should I have to do it? And all of a sudden, you're trying to figure out why a month later, everything spiraled out of control. If you've been tithing for 30 years and you know it works, Jesus told the woman, according to your faith, be it unto you. Be made whole. And he said it in various times in various places. According to your faith, if you believe tithes works for you, if you believe offerings work for you, if you believe giving to the poor works for you, if you believe sowing into projects in ministries works for you, then why would you stop now? All right. We take vitamins and have no proof that it works. We take vitamins for 90 years. Have no proof that it works. We drink vitamin water. Some, some swear by it. Others can't give a lick of proof. Their eyes are still just as red. Their hair is still just as crazy, <laughs> right? Right? Skin still just as ashy and 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 as it was before. All right. But we swear by it. We have no proof. When you sow into the kingdom of God, into good ground. You will always have proof because God is a God is a God that can be traced. God is a God that can be followed. He literally said concerning tithes, the only time in the entire Bible we said, prove me now, not next month, not next week, not eight years from now. You you sow now and you'll see the proof. Probably before the before your fingerprints are off the envelope, you'll start seeing proof. All right? So uh so, um, uh, so, so that was last week. I'm, I said I wasn't going to spend too much time on that. We talked about, uh, we, um, uh, we, we talked about Beyonce and the Clark sisters. Once again, I don't want to harp too much on this, but I do want to, I do want to bring clarity to, um, and you'll be able to, what I'm about to say, you'll be able to go back and see where anytime I call out or conjure up the name of a secular artist, I'm never coming for the artist. In fact, the only time I'm offended is when is when they feel that my children should listen to it, or those who can't make up their own minds, right? Or the church partners with them. Now, that second one, that's really when I take up issue. That's really when I take up issue as a as a as a father, and that's what pastors are. We're we're fathers. We're fathers. Apostles are kind of like fathers and mothers of pastors and of the fivefold ministers. But but pastors, we're really the only ones that have a a synonymous title of shepherd. All right, overseer. All right, protect the sheep. All right, Psalm twenty three, and so uh, so Kanye West. I, I I never Kanye was I don't think I don't think how it really came out of my mouth until and it wasn't even the church that he had started that church movement all right it wasn't even that it was when pastors started let started validating him by giving him a platform in their church that's when I came that's what I came against not Kanye Kanye not 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 Kanye West so it is with Beyonce let me give you two scenarios and then we'll we'll move ahead. If I'm in water, 
If I'm in a pool, if I'm in a swimming pool, why would you throw me a towel? I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not looking at the comments. I'm not close enough, and I don't want to. I don't want to be distracted anymore. Amen. Um, uh, you end up missing people, and and they went, "Well, you didn't." Call, I, I was on, and I literally, Pastor, I was on. Uh, you didn't call my name. So, and then now I'm distracted. I'm looking, and and the flow of the Holy Spirit. So, um, uh, we don't do this in church when we're in service. So, um, we're we're over the we're over we're over you know, you know, virtual church and the excitement of it and, and everyone being here and so forth with, I'm so glad you're here. Amen. And so you, you wait until people come out of the shower or out of the bathtub or out of the swimming pool or out of the rain to throw them a towel because it doesn't make sense. Right? So, and let me give you another example, just so I can cover ground here. Uh, um, uh, we see television and Many humans do, many humans do around the world. Their pets, especially their dogs, because I'm getting to a point here. Um, after, les after last Wednesday's example on, on tithes and, and spilling seed and so forth, nothing should shock us anymore. The same dog that licks you in your face and you celebrate it. You have jelly on your cheek and on your lips and stuff, and you're just like, oh, 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 thank you, Spot. Thank you for licking my lips. Mm, we've all seen them. Some of us may have family members. You may be one of them. All right. When company's not there, cats are all up on your countertops, and and I don't have nothing wrong that I just I'm not a, I'm not an animal lover too much anyway. I do no harm. I'm living with a dog now. Um, beautiful, beautiful, be beautiful, beautiful pup. But you know, I, I on my own, I would not initiate buying a dog outside of just for the kids, so they grew up saying that they had one. All right, so that's my angle. Cats, dogs, parrots, roaches, it just doesn't matter. But that same dog on those Purina commercials that are, that are licking their owners in the face and, 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 and are the same dogs that, that lick their genitals. Yeah. It's a good time to drink some coffee. It's cold. Just like the sermon if I don't move ahead. <laughs> so why come for sinners when they just do what sinners do? Why get mad at a dog who just licked you in the face? The dog can't reach you unless your dog is Clifford the dog out of the cartoons. Unless your dog is a St. Bernard or a Great Dane that's eight feet tall, the only way a dog can lick you in the face is if you get down to the dog's level. Same place where the dog's private parts are, at his level. So when a Beyonce, when a Kanye, when a Jay-Z, who, who one of his monikers is, is, a, is a mispronunciation or his own take on the word Yahweh. Okay, go figure. All right. Right? Why would you listen to someone? Why would you promote anyone who, who, with all the knowledge that we have now in the world, literally, purposely calls themselves Yahweh, and people follow them, and and as and yell it out in his concerts, Yahweh. You got to think God is at least thinking about coming back pretty soon, right? At least considering it. 
So it doesn't make sense. It's redundant to come for sinners. Yes, we should know what's out there. Yes, lyrics. Yes, different things we should know. Pokemon Go, different things that we address, political scenarios. All right, Donald Trump, he's a, he's a center. We're expecting a nice center, a nice center politician. I mean, are we really surprised? We're just surprised at the level of raunchiness and, 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 and lack of filters that he has. But we know people like that. We're neighbors with people like that. They just didn't make it to the presidency. All right? No, no. God says, separate yourself from them. And Peter, in, in, in Peter, New Testament, God said, we're just soldiers. We're just travelers through here. All right? Christ, in the disciples' prayer, which is John 17, he said, they, he said, they are in the world, but they are not of the world. They are here in the world. You birthed them into this world. But when I came, I called them out of the world. And I went by each 12 and said, come and follow me and be fishers of men. They were in the, they are in this world, as you and I are, but we are not of the world anymore. We're new creatures. All old things have passed away. All things have become new. That's you and I as believers all across this globe. That's who we are now. So yes, we are in the world. And one of the reasons we're still in the world is to affect the world. Is to have a positive impact and spread the love and joy and fear uh, uh, and of Jesus Christ and letting the world know that you need reconciliation with the Father. You need to be forgiven of your sins. There is a heaven and a hell. Blah, blah, blah. Scooby-Doo. All right. So I wasn't coming for Beyonce last week, but the context is there. So I'm letting the context. All right. I'm letting the context. Parents, what, letting your children watch this stuff. YouTube, you don't know what they're watching. Watching, watching Roku at three o'clock in the morning or, 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 or Apple TV or, 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 or Spectrum, whatever your cable provider is, um, their iPads or iPhones up to a certain age, they, every one of them needs to have filters on their, on these, on these devices. Amen. And, and, and if you're tired of hearing it, I get tired of saying it, but guess what? God didn't call me to stop when I get tired. He told Timothy, which means to me and to all fivefold ministers, preach in season and out of season. That means when they want to hear it and when they feel like slashing your tires over it. But you know what? You know I'm right on, on this point. You you know that 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 childhood advocates and and, and, and those for and, and, and those for children's rights and you, you know that this bell is being run run and it's being run for a reason. All right. So just as you share this with friends and stuff, the issue is not when sinners act like sinners. It's when saints act like sinners. The issue is not when sinners partner with sinners. The issue is when saints partner with said sinners. That's where the issue is. And that's when the church should be, there's a time to be an apologetic. That's a theological uh, uh, stance. And, and, but, but then there's a time to be dogmatic. There's a time to go on the offense. And when and and by context, the context will determine um, um, uh, what stance you take. But your stance should always be on the side of the Lord. Whose side? Whose side are we leaning on? Come on, Mother Hill, Mother Lively. Am I saying anything? 
Whose side are we leaning on? Leaning on Lord's side. I can't get the tune in my head, but y'all, 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 y'all know what it is. Y'all right. All right, we're going to transition now. Once again, questions, or I will be in church on Sunday, or just eat, text me, text me, email me, and then you get me personally, and then we can respond, or just call me, and, and we can talk, and I'll, I'll answer any questions that anyone has, but here, here, not but, and here's the asterisk. I'm just going to go back, I'm just going to take you back to the Bible, so you're not going to get what I feel. Well, what do you feel about abortion, Pastor? I'm a soldier. I'm in the four, I'm in one of the four arms of the armed service. Uh, Army, Marines, Air Force, Navy. Those are the four branches of our arm of our armed forces. All right. Uh, uh, two things happen when you join the armed forces. Number one, I don't care if you go in as a lieutenant. I don't care if you have a master's degree. And and the recruiter tells you you join the Marines and you're going to go in as a as a sergeant, but guess what? Everyone has to go through boot camp because they have to change your mindset. They have to change your thinking. They have to bring you literally to the point where you don't even know who you are. You are literally nothing. You are done, which is what Paul called himself. And then the and then the armed forces, Uncle Sam, builds you back up in the image he wants you to be. What does that sound like? You think Uncle Sam got that from God or God got that from Uncle Sam? You think Uncle Sam got that from Romans 12? Or or God said, oh, Uncle Sam, oh, that's a great idea. You know what? I think I'm going to go back in the Bible and make an amendment and write all that, rechange re scriptures and, and tear down everything you think you know and, 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 and start you over in my image and in my thinking. All right? Uh, uh, yeah, so you can, and I'm not trying to deter you from it. But I, I just don't engage, you know, with dialogue that doesn't that 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 doesn't support the Bible as a de facto fact. All right, God bless you. Last week I gave seven questions, and I'd like to give the answers to those questions concerning lack. Uh, what is lack? I'm going through the seven. What is lack? What was lack? When was lack introduced to mankind? When was lack introduced to humankind? Four. What was the result of lack? What was God's responsibility to the lack of humankind? What is God's antidote to lack today? And number seven. What is God's antidote? Where is God's antidote found? All right. So I'm going to go back and answer each one. What is lack? And I believe I last week I asked you to be a participant in this discourse. And 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 you dictionary.com, uh, Merriam-Webster's uh, Daniel's Dictionary. Um, uh, uh, um, you can just Google it. Uh, what is the meaning of lack? And any, 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 any definition will do, and it will line up with the King James uh, Strong's Dictionary Word, both New and Old and New Testaments. 
and any other any other word that can be that can be any other synonym or any other word that that can be substituted for uh, lack, not enough, or um, um, uh, when was lack introduced to mankind? Question number two. When was lack introduced to mankind? And the answer to number two is never. Since these seven questions are extremely important and pivotal to this whole study, and not just for the, the studies being given, so that it becomes an eternal landmark for you to always know, to encompass yourself with words like this and understanding of the words like this, because Satan's desire is for us to live in lack. Satan's ultimate goal is for us to die in lack. Not die without a 401k, not to die never owning a Porsche or or a, a 911 or or a house on the hills or MTV crib house or leaving an inheritance for our children's children. Satan wants us to die lacking the confession and the belief in our hearts that Christ died for our sins and that he is the son of God in the flesh. That's Satan's ultimate now. It is displayed in what Satan comes for. The key comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Well, what what is you can kill something but not destroy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paul himself said, oh well, actually Christ himself said, said, fear not the person who can kill the body, but fear the person who can kill the soul. So you can kill the body but not destroy. The, not, but not not destroy the soul of the person. All right, you can commit you can you can commit manslaughter or homicide. All right, or vehicular homicide or manslaughter, which means you you were doing manslaughter means I was doing something wrong, and and someone died in in that. All right, murder tends to be more of I set out to do this. I had a gun. I should I should why did I have a gun with me anyway? Manslaughter could be, I was driving my car, I had a few too many beers, DWI, I didn't mean to, but it happened. You have to be charged with something. So these are different uh, uh, manslayer, all right? So there's degrees to killing, stealing, uh, to kill, steal, and destroy, all right? You can destroy something, but not destroy the evidence. Hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, watch CSI. All right. Watch, watch, watch all the crime movies or um, or um, uh, uh, Law and Order. All right. You can destroy something, but can't destroy all the evidence. Like blood. Blood has proteins, and I don't care how how much you wash that blood. I don't care what detergents you get. Clorox. As soon as that crime lab comes in and puts a black light on it. And put and does has their own chemicals. Blood will show up anywhere. You never fully get rid of blood. And I know this personally. I've been around blood for thirty eight years. Blood is is all of our lifeline. But but through but through end stage renal failure. Blood is the uh, um, blood is what gives the medical community access to to cleanse to keep me healthy. All right. It is the dialysis machine that cleanses my blood. About. 20 to 30% of what your kidneys normally do. So you never really catch up. 
with dialysis. And that's, that's why you have about a 10 year lifespan because it's, it's just meant to prolong life. It's not, it's not, it's not meant to heal you or to cure you. It's just meant to, to, to prolong the inevitable. All right. Or to stretch out, give you a little more time. All right. So, so, uh, the dialysis machine transplants, but the dialysis machine itself. All right. And I've, I cannot count. My mother's on, on line here. Trish may be, but, but I, I had, I cannot remember how many garments and, and books and, and, and pages and, and, and things that are porous and absorbed and that can be absorbed that I've had to throw away because they were ruined because of one little blood stain. Because you'll never get rid of it. I have clothes that I, if you get peroxide in front of me, I, I don't want to ramble too much on this, but I do want to bring this point out that when Satan wants to kill, steal, and destroy, those aren't that those don't necessarily mean they're the end games. That can be that can be the process in which he gets to the end game. The end game is for you and I to take our last breath on earth as human beings without that confession of faith and believing in our heart, which means we are in the class of sinners. Which means we simply have the same faith that Satan has. That's what that means. All right? When was lack introduced to mankind? The answer is never. N-E-V-E-R. Never. Well, now, Pastor B, you've just, you've, you've lost your rocker. You've, dialysis has finally gotten to your brain. Uh, that or either those, those rum and cokes from the 80s finally caught up with you. Oh, how do you know? Are you with me? Oh, Mother Lively, I'm so sorry. Please forgive, please forgive me. <laughs> All right, I've been ringing this bell for a while because I want us to get it. I want this. I want us. I, I want this to be in our sleep. And we woke up the other night, maybe three o'clock in the morning, and just having an episode, and 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 and, and just just struggling, and you know, and and you know, missing her mom and. And and I was asleep, and of course I woke right up and and just consoling her, and and then and then Trish was asleep. She heard and she came in, and 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 then you know, and uh, probably about a half hour, 20, 20, 20 minutes, thirty minutes, just consoling her, and and she's eight. This this is gonna be till thirty. <laughs> you know, I mean, when, when does this end? And 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 why didn't I dream? Why didn't I dream? About Crystal the whole rest of the night, <laughs> the whole rest of the night, and and deep stuff, stuff that made no sense, nothing connected, nothing, but it just, it just, it just, it just triggered something. I want to talk about the Garden of Eden so much that every time you hear it, it triggers something. I literally want you to lose sleep, not lose sleep. I want you to have good sleep because God promised us good sleep. Christ promised us good sleep. The Holy Spirit promised us good sleep. I want every time you hear the word garden, you can hear uh, 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 you, you can hear you can hear a commercial for the magazine Home and Gardens, and it's like bzzz, like a zombie takes over, and you dream about a garden because God placed us in the garden for a reason, and then man got Adam and Eve got kicked out for a reason. 
Then the second Adam, Christ, who's called the second Adam, came back to put us back in the garden again. But the first Adam was put into a physical garden. All right. Eve was not put in a physical garden. Eve was born in the garden. All right. You can read all this stuff for yourself. One, Genesis 1, chapters 1 through 3. Eve was not born outside of the will of God's triple P. Protection. Paradise. Or pleasures. And provision. Only Adam was put was placed in the in the eastern part of the Garden of Eden. All right? And we know from the Jeffersons, you know, the east side is where you want to move up to. Right? So, <laughs> uh, at Eve was neither born nor was she ever placed anywhere. She was, she was pulled out of Adam in the garden, which means fenced in, so protection, all right? All, all uh, um, uh, uh, pleasures are in the garden, all right? And all provision is in the garden of Eden, all right? When you put those two, garden means protection, uh, uh, Eden means pleasures, all right? And in the garden, in the in, 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 the, in the protected pleasures is provision. provision. God said, I've given you every fruit for you to desire and eat, that it may be meat for you. I've given you every herb of the field, that it may be meat for you. I've given you grass of the field to clothe you. There's just one tree you can't get down with. All right? All right? So, so when God created man, not even Adam, didn't have a name yet, when God created man in Genesis 1, 26 through 29 through 30, in his image and in, God, in the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, when the Godhead created man in their own image, in their own image, they created man, and in their own image, they created man and woman. In their image, they created both man and woman in spirit. I'm glad I got my, got my nine fingers all, all in the way. Not funny. Okay. All right. In Genesis chapter 2, the spirit of man, kind, the word kind is used in the context of species and, uh, um, and breeds. The word K-I-N-D. When, 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 when it comes to different types of animal and plants, you have kind, you have species, and you have breeds in those orders. Elder Jones, thank God for you, sir. You'll, you'll understand this very well, especially the last two. All right. All right. You, you have a kind, a kind. All right. Uh, uh, let's say human, a kind. Um, uh, then you have a species. All right. Um, uh, there are 21 known species of human beings. All right. That archaeologists that are that archaeologists have known to have discovered through the ages. Uh,
Um, All right, uh, I, I had some I had some information, some uh, some statistics. Um, yes, I'll, I'll, allow me to read this. Um, um, these are these are anthropologists and um, that have that have been quoted uh, from the Smithsonian Institution Institute Institute in Washington D.C. that has everything human. We homo sapiens, which is you and I, didn't used to be alone. Long ago, there was a lot more human diversity. Homo sapiens lived alongside an estimated eight now distinct species of humans about 300,000 years ago. As recently as 15,000 years ago, we were sharing caves with another human species known as the Denethians and fossilized remains indicate an even higher number of early human species once populated Earth before our species came along. Quote unquote, we have one human species right now, and, and historically, that's really weird, said Nick Longrich, an evolutionary biologist at the University of Bath in the United Kingdom, quote-unquote. Not that far back, we weren't that special, but now we're the only ones left. Well, Adam and Eve, well, we know there was a world before Adam and Eve. I've talked on that, not because I said it, it's just a fact. Dinosaurs have to fit in somewhere. We know them because we can go to the we can go to the Smithsonian Institute and touch and 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 and, and touch a dinosaur. They're found all through the Midwest. Dinosaur bones, they're, they're so common, they're not even special anymore. All right. Uh, um, uh, a few weeks ago, a a uh, in 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 a, in, a, in a China. Um, a, a restaurant owner bought some property and there was a woodshed with a, with like a, with like a, with like a straw floor. And he took the shed down to make a restaurant and where the shed was, he made a outdoor, like, 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 like atrium, uh, for people to go outside and, and eat like, like al fresco. And one day a, a, a customer was looking at the ground and he kind of investigated. Long story short, this was just, this is what came to the news cycle about three weeks ago. They discovered, they discovered about seven, eight dinosaurs, footprints that they believe were about four million years old. And because of the size of the dinosaurs and the ground was wet when they were walking, they left such an imprint and it almost turned into cement. It became fossilized. So now rain, hurricanes, they didn't wash away. Where do these fit in? I don't have all the answers, but if I believe in aliens, I certainly believe in dinosaurs, and I certainly believe that at some point, at some point, humanoids that were not, that were a completely different species from primates walked upright, all right? God tells us that that Adam, that, that when God breathed life into man that he created in spirit, when he breathed life into him, Adam immediately stood up and never, ever walked on his elbows and walked on his knees. All right. 
But that, 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 that's a matter for others to debate. So when was light introduced to mankind? Never. God never intended for us, it was never part of the creation, for you and I to live in lack. Never, ever, ever, ever. Remember that. Remember that. Remember that. Remember that when you go to bed tonight, you need to have an attitude with your prayer. God, you didn't intend me to live in lack. You didn't intend me to have a, to have a lack of the ability to forgive. You didn't, you didn't create me and, and, and then, and then bring me into this universe as the apple of your eye for me to be in financial lack, for me to be for, for, for maybe harm came to me as a child, maybe Whatever, but but through your blood and through your word and through your care and through your ministers, the fivefold ministry, through ministries, through churches, through loved ones, through grandparents and uncles and aunts and big mamas and 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 grandpas and 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 aunties and uncles and lions, tigers and bears. All right, I can work toward being free of lack once I recognize that there are areas of lack. In my body, someone in my life, someone came to the door yesterday and, and, um, and uh, you know, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, in Charlotte, and they were roofing down the street. And so they knock on the door and they said, yeah, you know, we, 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 we see your, where your windows are about to fall out in a day or two, right? So, so I just stopped them and I, and I said, we're not interested. And I had shorts on. I thought I was, I thought I had half my body in the door and half the door, half out. And he noticed my prosthetic leg and, and he wanted to know. And he said, yeah, uncle. And that when I, well, here's my opportunity because one of my three daily affirmations is, uh, my three affirmations are, number one, I will live as each, I will live each day as if I'm dying tomorrow and learn as if I'm living forever. And the second one is, I will have a positive impact on everyone I meet each day. And the third one, just because I'm here is, only I am the best judge to determine whether I gave my best today, this day. And that's truly what I live by, everything I do. I try to give my best because I can give half an effort and you'll look at it and say, wow, this is great. How did you do this greater job? And I could have known that, oh, I could have done better, but I just mailed it in. Well, God didn't mail anything into me. God didn't do half a job when he created me and the blessings, the things that I'm asking God for. I don't want half a blessing from God. I don't want half a breath. I want a whole breath. How about you? All right. So that second one, my desire is every day that I have breath in my body is to have a positive impact on everyone I meet, race, creed, nationality, social, socioeconomic, uh, 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 run on the ladder, and so I, I was nice to him, and, and I was, and it was an opportunity to witness to him and tell him where my joy comes from, and 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 uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, so forth. So I, I I just choose, I I just choose to accept the fact that I don't live in lack. Now, yeah, is there lack in areas of my life at times? Yes, but once I identify them, I know who to go to. I know to go to the rock. And I know to take that lack, that spirit of lack, that attitude of lack, because that's really where the lack is. It's not a lack of resources. There's eight gazillion control. You don't even have the words to describe how much wealth is in the world. Just because I don't have it doesn't mean I'm in lack. It just means I've got it yet. <laughs> All right. Lack was never introduced to mankind. He was a spirit. 
Question number three. When was lead introduced to humankind? Now we're getting to where we are right now. Now it's becoming contextual to how we can frame this thing, how we can, how, how we can put parentheses around this thing. We can put brackets on this now. We can put handles on it. We can touch it. We can smell it. We can feel it with our five senses. Now, here's lack. Lack was introduced to humankind in Genesis chapter 3. Now, the serpent who was the most subtle beast of the field that God had created rolled up on Eve. As the Bible says, Adam was right there, rolled up on Eve. What did God say about that thing over there? Well, he said, he said, if we touch it, or even if we eat it, all right, we will die. Now we will surely die. He just said, you will die. Read the, I'm coming from the King James, all right? I, I know it enough. I'm, I'm quoting it verbatim. You will die if you touch it or eat it. And you can't eat it without touching it, all right? How do you eat something without touching it? Even bobbing for apples in Halloween, you still have to touch it with your lips. So it's kind of redundant. God said, I have safety measures in for you not to eat this. If you have to eat something to touch it, don't even touch it, and then you don't have to worry about it even being a temptation. And Satan's response was he added two words. You, will not, you, you won't surely die. You won't surely die. Satan doesn't always come by subtraction. Satan brings subtraction by addition. Satan brought lack into humankind by addition. He added, he added a few words that brought about subtraction. He brought about subtraction by addition. It doesn't work in third grade math. It doesn't work in 12th grade calculus. It doesn't, it doesn't work for a seasoned 30 year old uh, architect. Um, uh, it, 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 um, uh, it, 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 do, it doesn't work for a, for a 40 year old, uh, someone, a pharmacist who's been in the business for 40 years using math every day. But guess what? It worked on Eve and it worked on Adam. Subtraction by addition. All right. They lost by adding. They lost communion with God and and th thus enter every seed from them perpetually in into perpetual lack because of the because receiving the addition of a few words all right well Christ came Christ didn't come Christ didn't come to heal you in the womb right we were all born in sin and shaped in iniquity all right uh, Christ came to heal our blood, not our birth. All right, we weren't born. How, how <laughs> you have to be old enough to, and and cognitive enough to understand what sin is, how sin works, and you need a savior, and blah blah blah. All right, I wish we were live so we could I could really see your questions and and uh, question number four. What was the result of lack? Depravity. And you can put you can substitute some of your own words here. Man became deprived. One of the words for lack is depravity. One of the words for depravity, for being deprived of something, is lack. Being denied something is also a form of lack. All right, I was denied. Use, use it in the Social Security. Denied. I applied for 
uh, I applied for vision benefits on my job and I was denied. Well, now you're in lack or you've been or you're in or you you've been deprived of gla free glasses or deal on your glasses or or um, uh, or your contacts. All right. Hearing aid. All right. Anything like that. You've been denied. All right. Question number five. What was God's response to the lack of humankind? I really hope we're getting the difference between mankind and humankind. It's very, once again, subtle difference, two sides to the coin. All right, one side, one side is bad, one side is good. All right. Question number five, what was God's response to the lack of humankind? All right, all right, humankind, man became a living soul, man became an animated man, man became a uh, uh, a human soul after Genesis 2 when God breathed uh, Ruha into him the Numa, I'm sorry, God breathed Numa, um, the breath of life into still the unnamed man uh, and he became a human he became an animated human alright, and because God created laws We've talked, we've been talking about laws, and there's the law of the seed, and and God, God created and designed and desired for a seed to give birth or fruit after its own kind. So you don't plant an orange seed and get an apple grove. You don't you don't plant an apple grove, and 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 get plum trees. All right, you get what you plant. All right. All right. God, even though man was created in spirit and formed of the dust, when Adam, just like Eve, he was formed to come anatomically, anatomically, he was formed complete, which means from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, his five senses, um, whatever, ears, uh, eyes, nose, mouth, uh, uh, touch, smell, uh, sight. And, and and his toes, his hands, um, uh, 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 hair um, to help body hair to help to help create a barrier between the elements. That's the real purpose of, of body hair. And he was also born. Uh, he was also created or formed fully with sexual with genitals. So the ability to produce sperm was in was was in the man. Once he became a living soul, all right. So the only seed, the only, the only thing that Adam would produce from his semen or seed would be another human. That that's it. And Eve is the Eve's womb. Uh, Eve's womb is the. Uh, uh, and I'm going to do this so much disservice here. Is the this is not in my notes. Eve's womb becomes the incubator. That that's a good word. That's a great word. It becomes the incubator, providing the nourishment, the protection from the elements, the cushion, the insulation, the 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 the, um, the fluid and the symbiotic fluid. The symbiotic. I'm getting. I'm pronouncing it wrong. The fluid inside becomes a shock absorber. The 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 baby. The baby uses her body, 
for nutrients and 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 the life of it and 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 so that that baby comes to full term. What God created and once again, here's this little side note here. Here's a little side here note note here. Don't come to me about homosexuality when we're not coming from the standpoint of the Bible. And I mean in all forms. And 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 or reproductive rights. This is what the Bible says, not what he'll say. All right? But I will take the hit for supporting the Bible because I don't have any other answer for you, so I just I just got to take one for the team. And if that's what it is, then I will. I, I, I'll gladly do it. I'll gladly do it. I'll gladly do it. All right? The disciples defended this gospel unto death. Unto death. All right? Stephen was placed in a coffin with holes in it. And the men of the city all took their swords and pierced it through the holes in the side of the coffin until he died. Peter was hung upside down and it is purported that the birds picked him apart. He was crucified upside down, purportedly, because he didn't want to be even in the, he didn't want to be crucified in the same position that, that Christ was. That's not that has not really been confirmed once again by history and, and anthropologists, but that's kind of the story that has that has come down. Of course, Paul and John um and, and John the Baptist were both beheaded. Why? Defending the very things we're talking about tonight. So I don't take this lightly. But guess what? Guess what? I'd rather lose, I don't want to, but I'd rather lose my life here if the only option is to gain my life here and lose my soul. Because isn't that what Christ said? You know what Christ said? You know, be careful that you, he that, he that gains his life shall lose it. And he who saves it shall lose it. All right? So if I lose my life here, I gain eternal life. But if I try to save my life here by saying what people want us here and, and appeasing the crowd and, 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 and afraid of losing members and nobody showing up on Sundays and people not giving and blah, 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 then I, I put myself in a position of eternal damnation and losing my, and, 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 and losing my, and, and losing my own soul. Guess what? Ain't gonna happen. And it shouldn't happen to you either. You should have the same zeal that I have. What was God's response to the lack of humankind? To the Old Covenant and Christ. You can say the Old Testament, but the proper term for the Old and New Testaments is covenants. All right, a testament um, um, can be can be you know it can be said a, a you know a a, a a document from a king or authority figure, and um, a testament is not asking you your opinion or um, and, and a, a covenant a covenant which they were originally called and um, the two books were originally called portions of the Bible. Um, the difference between a covenant and agreement is when I buy a car, that's an agreement. When I purchase a home, when you purchase a home, that's an agreement. When we buy a bicycle from a, from a bicycle store, that's an agreement. And each, even though they won't tell you when you're sitting in that little cubicle, you know, hoping that your credit goes through, sweating it out. And they're over there having coffee laughing because it only takes 10 seconds for your credit to come back. All right. Um, that's how you can get a, be approved for auto loan over the phone in 60 seconds now. They just stop playing games with you. 
um, um, the dealer need, and the banks need you for that loan to go through or for you to pay your cash for that just as much as you need that car. That's an agreement. It's a win-win. What a covenant is, a covenant is never a win-win. There's always a greater and a lesser. If the two parties are equal, it's called an agreement. When one party is greater in means, resources, with love, forgiveness, army, then it's then down here is called a and then and you're down here, all right, you're called the lessor. And you'll read covenants where it says, where it says, where it says JJ the greater and Ray Ray the lessor. L-E-S-S-O-R. I, I believe that's how it would be spelled. Well, of course, God is always here, and we're always here. All right? So the Old and New Testaments are less of a testament, even though they are testaments, but they're much more of a covenant. Because once again, God's not asking your opinion. Third chapter of Ecclesiastes, God said, meaning the Godhead, he says, I, I, I counsel myself. <laughs> I just don't... Hill, I just don't need your opinion. You can tell me, you can spot off about it, but, you know, hopefully I don't crush you with my toenail. I just don't need your opinion. I, I created, by me, the worlds were created. By me, the worlds were, what the worlds were framed. By me, you know, I stand, I, I put my thumb on, on the earth and the Atlantic Ocean came about. I put my pinky down and it became the Indian Ocean. I put my five fingers down and it became the Great Lakes. And then I didn't even cause it to rain. I just caused water to come up from the from the from under the earth, which is really which is really insane because under the earth is 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 iron ore. It's on fire. It's it's eighteen trillion de degrees. But yet God caused water to come up from from the earth. Where there was no land, where, where there was no water, from from the core of the earth, which is which is hot beyond measures, hot as the sun. But that's not our Bible study tonight. So God's response to lack was the old covenant in Christ. Now, why didn't I say the new covenant? Because the new covenant is Christ. It's the promises of Christ. All right, um, uh, Corinthians. I can't remember which one. Um, but it's in Corinthians, it says, all the promises in God are yea and amen, uh, according to Christ. And yea simply is a, it's an old English word for yes. And amen, which means it is so. All right. So all the promises in God through, through that Christ came, that either fulfilled from the old covenant or ushered in new. All right. Um, through his Through his birth. His, his, his life, his death, and his resurrection, all right, are yes, and it is already done according to Christ, all right? So just a little, 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 little subtle teaching note there, all right? Number six, what is God's antidote to lack today? God's response to uh, lack was the old covenant in Christ. His antidote to lack today is, drum roll, stop, pastor. What, 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 what? Well, what's the difference between, what's, 
Well, what's the difference between a response and an antidote? Well, if I get if I get bit by a snake, the response is to call nine one one. The response is to get me to a hospital. The response is to call an ambulance to get access to the antidote. So God's response to lack was to give us instruction. All right. Paul told Timothy, here's what the Bible is given for instruction, for, 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 for reproof, for, for chastisement, for there's four or five things that the, that, the, that the Bible came to us for, especially the New Testament. All right? The antidote, all right, in context of the King's Healing Woman's is, is this acronym, AIM, A-I-M. I know you've never heard it before, especially within the context of the King's Healing Room. Abundance, increase, and multiplication. And I could give you 30 scriptures that contain those words in the context of having more and more abundantly. All right. Well, duh. You know, <laughs> Satan, you know, uh, 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 Satan, the father of lies, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, the second Adam, came that you may have life. So stop. There's more, and life more abundantly, Abund more abundantly, increase. You can just Google scriptures with abundance, or abundantly, or abundant. Then Google, and then just take a screen screenshot of it. Not now, not now. Stay, 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 stay right here. Then Google, then three minutes later, just screenshot it and go back to it later. All right, or save it in your Google Chrome, your 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 Apple Safari, or or your or or your your uh, your uh, Windows um, uh, Explorer or Edge now. All right, and then go and just Google, uh, uh, and then just just and then just Google uh, uh, um, uh, uh, increase. Do the same thing, and then go back in, and you can do this all within three minutes, a minute each. And that's just fun, and that just takes longer to just fumble around with your thumbs and stuff. And then do the same thing. Google the word multiplication or multiply. Or multiply, past tense. Or multiply, I don't know. And then go back and then get your tea and crumpets, you know, or 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 your your uh, your your uh, coffee or your orange juice or however you like to get down. Your, your Kool-Aid, your grape Kool-Aid. You know, what, 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 you know, your, 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 you know, Hawaiian, Hawaiian punch and graham crackers, however you like to get down, you know, you know, you know, tuna fish and crackers and study them and go through each scripture and vet it out. All right. Psalms 115. All right. All right. I will bless your children and multiply them more and more. God said, I will multiply your children more and more in, Psalm, in, in Psalms 115. I mean, they go on and on, but I, I want you to be your own participant. I want you to, because then you'll really get it. I can tell you, I can, you know, but, but, but you participate in this. You get excited about this because the antidote, all right, the antidote, all right, the response is the word of God. You know, all the New Testament, call it whatever you want to. 
All right. I'm sorry if I confused y'all on that, but that's why we're in Bible study. That's why God called out the fivefold ministry and gave them revelation and the ability to see things in a different light, according to the word of God, to, to pull back layers contextually and 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 contextually and and according to and according to the age that we're in, that 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 that's uh, contextually relevant. All right. Uh, and also culturally relevant. All right. Contextually relevant, um, culturally relevant. All right. And and um, and to bring a more fine tuned, granular uh, uh, um, spotlight to the word of God and just drill a little deeper every time. That's part of what we're called to do, the fivefold ministry. And you get the you reap such a great benefit. All right. By by tuning in, but then becoming a participant in it also. Your doctor tells you your blood pressure is up, blah, 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 and or your diabetes numbers aren't looking good and stuff. This is what I want you to do. Well, if you go home and do exactly what the doctors say, but before you leave with doctor, what role can I play in my health? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Nobody ever asked me that. I'm not even sure if they actually do the minimum of what they're prescribed to do. Yes, you know what you can do? You can join AARP and they have classes here. They have online virtual classes that can show you exactly what you're dealing with. You can join this Facebook group or that and, and, and really get around people that are dealing with the same issues you're dealing with. You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, this is what this is and that. You can listen to me and everything, but you study to show yourself approved a workman unto God that you need to not be ashamed. Rightly dividing gray sky from blue sky to, to red sky to black sky is all the same sky. But there are divisions of truth within the same sky. All right. The sunrise is not always going to look and have the same vibrant colors as 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 the sun going down. And then depending on where you are, are you in a mountainous region? Are you in a flat region? All in the same continent, all in the same country. All right. Are you in a mountainous region, West Virginia or maybe Pennsylvania of the United States? Or are you in or are you are you are you in the lower regions of maybe Colorado or Las Vegas or or L.A. and where there's no mountains and the sunrise and and, and the and and the sun going down are going to same sun. Same sun, same air, same sky, but it's going to be different truths to whoever the context and, and, and the vantage point and the kaleidoscope in which they're watching it from. All right. Everything I'm talking about tonight may not apply the way I said it to your life because of the context of what you're going through. All right. But if you drill a little deeper for yourself, what I'm telling you is truth, but you can make it apply to you. And, 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 and make a contour to your life right now, how you're living like a, like a, like a Band-Aid, right? Like an ace bandage wrapped right around that thing and, and just come like, like, like the skin God gave you. All right? So number six, what is God's antidote uh, to lack today? Abundance, increase, and multiplication. Of course, there's more, but... God uses the King's Healing Room, and uh, God loves to use the King's Healing Room in numbers of three, and He loves to use Anton, and 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 uh, and, 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 and He loves to use uh, um, oh the name escapes me when you use when you use the first letters of words um, uh, acronyms, and He loves to use acronyms. Wow, word on Wednesday, SOS. 
service on Sunday. All right, shift. All right, salvation, uh, health, intelligence, finance, technology. All right, uh, these are these are the many acronyms of the King Stanley Room Care. All right, it's care ministry, um, Christian aid, Christian aid, comma response and encouragement. All right, red. All right, it's <laughs> going online now. I've not, now I got to remember what they all are. Uh, uh, King's Healing Room, there's we, the foundation for ministry for, for the next five generations has already been laid. It's not for everything to lay everything out right now. All right. We've got a lot of catching up to do right now with what we already have on our plate. RED is an acronym for reach, engage, and deploy. How do we reach the world? How do we reach those, those that have been disengaged and disenchanted with church? They're, they're believers, but they've just been disengaged from the community of believers and disenchanted with church and religion. How do we reach them? Then once we reach them, how do we engage them? How do we keep them? How do we maintain them in the fold? All right. And then as God, how do we deploy them back out, go into the hedges and highways and compel them to come? Well, you got to come in and you have to, you have to get instruction. You have to be foundation founded in who you are, find out what your purposes are to go back, to be deployed again. All right. Number seven, where is God's antidote found? All right. Where is God's antidote found? Here we are back again in the Garden of Eden. Garden means protection. Eden means any number of prosperity, pleasures. And in the garden, God placed provision. All right. I have a study coming up. It's called the three biblical meats, the three forms of biblical meat. And I'm going to give you a little insight now. In Genesis 1, Genesis 1, God, God told man, not humankind. He told mankind, the invisible, intangible spirit of man that had just been created in God's image and in his likeness that I've, that I caused the herb and the field to reproduce after its own seed. I caused the fruits and the vegetables to spring forth after its own kind, after its own seed, herbs, that it may be meat for you. Those exact words, that it may be meat for you to literally sustain yourself. Why would you create cilantro for a spirit? It was in anticipation of man, the spirit man being formed into humankind, mankind and spirit being, being formed and becoming visible in the, in the visible realm. All right. It was all in anticipation. That's why we, we have to know what lack is because if you're living in lack, you are, uh, well, this is a bombshell. This is a bombshell. This is the bomb diggity in the worst sense. If you're experiencing lack, you're doing it in the land of the plenty. All right? You're just in the wrong location. Just in the wrong location. All right? So, 
So the second, so that's the first form of meat. When man sinned, when, when humans sinned, when Adam and Eve sinned, in the third chapter, God makes another statement. And he says, now I have given you animals for meat, along with potatoes and carrots and rice and, 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 and cilantro and, 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 and rosemary and, 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 and herbs and, and fruits and so forth. It was not God's, it was not God's original intention. And I'm not saying this, I'll go back and be vegetarians, but I don't have a problem with it because it is biblical based. All right. It's the Daniel diet. That, you know, porridge, basically, basically vegetables and fruits and broth. That's that's the Daniel's diet. All right, you, all of us would do well to go on a Daniel's diet at least, at least one day out of seven or three weeks out of out of twenty. All right, we have things now called the broth diet, different things. Sister, Sister uh, Yvonne Jones, and um, I think Sister Jennifer, or I may have may have that mixed up, or Sister Karen. Uh, introduced me to the broth diet. All right, brought some to my home, and um, um, I'm assuming. I'm, a, I'm kind of telling myself I'm assuming <laughs> it's very delicious. All right, delicioso. All right, but it is clear that before humans sinned, we were to be satisfied with what grew from the ground. After after Adam and Eve sinned, God allowed for, it doesn't really say why, did all of a sudden we have a thirst for flesh now? I don't know, but God included, God included creation, uh, right? The animals, the beasts of the field. Um, and then he gave some very specific instructions. And uh, um, when after, after, uh, well, I don't want to get into all of this, but after Noah came off of the ark, he added instructions to that. And then he told Noah from here on in, you can still eat the meat of animals, but you can't eat the blood thereof. It has to be drained. And now there's only certain animals that you can eat. If the hoof is this way, you can't eat it. If it has scales, you can't eat it. And then he gave him some very specific instructions. And it was all for the health of mankind. As the world began to deteriorate, all right, and, and, and as the New Testament says, the weight, the, the earth is mourning under the weight of sin and, 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 and spiritual corruption, all right? And so the world was beginning so quickly after, after the original sin, the earth was beginning to break down and God gave these laws. Whatever is important, let me say this, and you need to write this down. You need to go back and look at this, but you need to take a second to write this down. I'm going to give you a moment. My coffee's cold, so I'm not going to sip. And it is, it is seven. It is seven thirty-five. So we're going to conclude in a moment. And then I'm going to read some scriptures when I close. You can tell how important something is to God and important it is to us for our safety and well-being by the laws that God put up to keep us from them or to set parameters, to set, to set fences up, to set barriers up. All right? Sex. Sex is 
I'm going to try not to get too excited here, but sex is bananas. I know y'all didn't know this. I know y'all didn't know this, but sex is insane. It is awesome. It is mind-blowing. It Enough? Did you get it? Yeah, because I know y'all didn't know that, right? In fact, sex is so good. I don't see any hearts going up on the side here. I don't see anything happening. Y'all afraid, huh? Y'all afraid. You, you know, y'all come out the cave. Y'all know sex is good. Y'all know sex is better than good. Sex is goody, good, good. Come on. Come on now. Something wrong with you. Something wrong with you. You don't like it. It is so good. And it feels so good that God required it. That's how good he made it. Because if it didn't feel good, God said, you have to have sex to reproduce. You might as well, you might as well tell them to take castor oil every time you want to have a child. You might as well tell them to drink kerosene and sugar, Mother Hill, every time you want to reproduce. <laughs> you might as well tell them every time you're going to reproduce, you got to have, you got to have a tooth pulled. God, I have 30 teeth. You mean I'm going to have 30 kids? <laughs> All right. So he had to make it tantalizing. He had to make it, make it, he had to make, you know, our sexual organs have the highest concentration of nerves of any other part in our body. All right. And I'm not getting dirty here. I'm not getting, I'm not, but I, you know, uh, um, uh, I don't want to over uh, 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 sensationalize this, but I'm just speaking to truth. But because of the power of it to 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 accomplish God's plan to 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 be fruitful and multiply, God knew in His ultimate infinite wisdom that that. Let sin come in. That's going to be one of the first things to go out the window. They're going to have sex with everybody. It didn't. The three generations later, Adam. I mean, uh, 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 Adam, Cain, Lamech. Lamech was either the grandson or the son of Cain. I can't remember, but so let's say he was either the grandson of Adam or the great grandson of Adam. And that's the first instance of polygamy that we see. Lamech had two wives at the same time. I'm telling y'all, once sin came into the world through Adam and Eve, this generation of, of, of humankind, the earth went down the slippery slope real, 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 real fast. A murder in a murder within one generation. Polygamy with polygamy within one generation. Adam lived to be 960 something, 930 years old. So it was, certainly his great-grandchildren were still living. Certainly his great-great-great, probably four or five generations were still living. And now they were polygamists. They, they were doing all kind of crazy stuff, making idols, putting up strange fire to God, building Cain, building temples of ziggurats, which, which is a spiraling temple uh, going uh, to reach the heavens, going up to the heavens. Um, I mean, Nimrod. The grandson of, uh, of 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 Cain, you know. Let me let let me let me let me change the continents, split the continents, so y'all can stop and change the languages, so y'all can't communicate anymore. It got crazy real quick. 
So God said, we need marriage. We need, we, we need laws. We need, we need, we need um, uh, 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 laws against laws against sodomy, laws against bestiality, laws, laws, laws against um, uh, um, um, pleasing oneself sexually. I'm just trying to keep things a little decent here. All right. I tried my best last week. I don't know how well that went. All right. So there's laws against this. And then man comes along when, when we still had, when we still had a modicum of decency. And, and we set up laws going back thousands of years ago, all right? It's indecent. It's indecent for a man or woman to induce a, a orgasm by themselves. They're, 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 there's names for that, all right? It's, 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 it's not natural. It's not natural for a human to have sexual interplay with an animal, all right? All right. That's how powerful this thing is. All right. Well, guess how guess 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 how powerful our mouths are. All right. The Bible calls it the Old Testament calls it the rudder of our bodies. You have this great ship, 220 Vikings on the ship. Whoa, whoa, tons and tons of wood and metal and, and iron and ore and 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 rice and beans and 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 supplies going from one continent to the other, then the humans on it, and all the rats and and mosquitoes that came along with them. All right, but that in comparison, how big that ship is, we we don't run by rudders too too much anymore. Large ships, but they had that little piece of wood, that little rudder controls that entire ship, that entire boat. And the Bible calls the tongue, this little, the smallest member of the body, just about, no, 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 no bigger than your finger or your big toe. But it has the power to control your whole. So now we go through Psalms and Proverbs and, and, and Ecclesiastes, and it talks about how to control your tongue, how to control your mouth, how damaging your words can be. All right? Psalms talks about, about how damning it is to, to, to go back and forth with a fool. All right, going back and forth, being seen in the middle of the street, there's a saying. All right, be careful how you argue with a fool. All right, because people may be confused which one's the fool. Let me, uh, um, I'm not going to. Oh, I'm not going to spend too much time trying to find this, but Proverbs 9, chapter 9, I'm going to read verses 4 through 12, King James, Proverbs chapter 9, verse 4 through 12, whoso is simple, not simple, stupid, just, 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 I'm not complicating my life. I just want the truth. I want the word of God. I don't want anything else. All right. Let him turn in hither. This is a scripture. This is all passed out of wisdom. As for him that wanteth understanding, she saith unto him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine which I have mingled. Forsake the foolish, and live, and go in the way of understanding. Verse 7. He that reproveth a scorner, 
all right, gathers to himself shame. And he that rebuketh a wicked man getteth himself a blot. Verse 8, reprove not a scorner. Don't be sitting up arguing with somebody. Don't be sitting up arguing with some nut. All right? Don't be sitting up arguing with somebody arguing about tithes and offerings and all this crazy stuff or or even just whirling politics. Just let them, just look on, let them ranting like a madman. Don't you be a part of that. All right? Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, though, and he will love you. Reprove. Uh, Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy, or the righteous things, or the scriptures, is understanding. For by me, wisdom, thy days shall be multiplied, and the years of thy life shall be increased. If thou be wise, Thou shalt be wise for thyself, but if thou scornest, thou alone shall bear it. All right, just just a passage, just 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 throwing some cornbread out, you know, for the for the chickens to pluck up off the ground, you know, along with the cornmeal. All right. Um, uh, um, oh, I wish we could take questions. Yeah, I just yeah. Um, uh, once again, please, please don't hesitate to to um let me um yeah let let, let, let me uh, go back here and um and uh, just want to make sure I'm, I'm not missing any notes for tonight because next week we're gonna end on next week next week I really want to bring out some examples within the within the culturally and contextually on and, and expose where we may not think we're living in lack. And then just what the scripture just said in Proverbs, um, uh, um, uh, come simple, come as a child, not feeling I'm coming for you or someone's coming for you or, uh, and, and like, you know what? I needed to hear that because I don't want to be found wanting. I don't want Christ to come for me because no man knoweth the day or the hour. We say next week, we say next month, I'm hopping on American Airlines tomorrow at 1146. I hope to be in Syracuse by 5 p.m. I, I hope to see my family uh, that, that evening. I hope to hang out Friday, see my Dallas' family in Syracuse. I hope to be at the King's Healing Room, 4326 Fay Road um, on, on Saturday for our back to school program. I hope to be in service on Sunday and 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 just heads up, somebody bring a brother some empanadas. I mean, somebody bring a brother some empanadas, some cheeseburger, some, 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 some hamburgers with cheese. Deacon, you don't have to make them, but you know where to get them. You can get them Saturday. I'll cash at you. And just bring them Sunday. We'll pop them in the oven, and we'll just sit down and wipe the grease. We just we just wipe the grease off. Don't no napkins. We just wipe it off like this. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> oh, enough of all of that. All right.
First John, second chapter, verse 16. These are all in the King James. First John, chapter 2, verse 16. You just write it down. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Didn't say the devil, is of the world. Man was created in spirit. God formed him of the dust of the ground, breathed life into him. God breathed his pneuma into him, all right? And he became a living soul. The Bible says, then God picked up this new human and placed him in the garden. He was, he did, he was not meant to prosper where he was formed. He was meant to prosper where he was created. You and I were created in the likeness of God before the worlds were framed. You and I are actually ageless. There's no age on us because we don't know when we were created. But we know when we were formed. I was formed on August 12th, 1961. But I was created. I, only God knows when I was created. Only God knows when you were created. But your birth certificate tells you when you were formed. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Adam was formed in the world, but God scooped homeboy up and placed him by the palm of his hand or breathed out, however he did it. But he ended up in the eastern end of the Garden of Eden, the protected, the, 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 the protected pleasures of provision. Now let's look what Psalm 24 and 1 says. Still King James. Psalms 24 and 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Even though all these things are in the world, guess who, guess who created this joint? Guess who created this world? God still owns everything. Satan, Satan just got the car lease on it right now. Satan's just, Satan, you know, Satan just has the, Satan just has the 72 month lease, 10,000 10, miles a year, you know, one free oil change lease on the earth. That's it. And remember, earth is terra. Terra means earth, dirt. All right, terrestrial. We that are made of dirt, animal and plant kingdom. Celestial is heavenly, invisible. Terrestrial is visible. All right. World, the world is not visible. The world is a system. The world is a system. That's why John could say in Revelation 11 and 15, the seventh, when the seventh trumpet sounded and the angel said, now the world's, now the kingdoms of the world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The kingdoms of the world have now become the kingdoms of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And, and by, by that time, Christ had come. He had put Satan in his place for eternity. And, and, and now uh, Jerusalem, the spiritual Jerusalem, is coming down to earth in the, in the physical Jerusalem. Christ, uh, Christ will be positioned to the right side of, of, of Yahweh, uh, 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 Elohim, the all-existing one, and King David will be placed on the left side of Elohim, the all-existing one, Yahweh, our creator and sustainer of all life. 
An hour's running late. Psalm 73 and 3. Psalm 70, I'm sorry, Psalm 75 and 3. The earth and all the inhabitants thereof are dissolved. I bear up the pillars of it. Dissolved here within this context, it means the, the, the earth and all of its inhabitants have literally come to nothing. I, create, I, I formed you with all these possibilities. I gave you everything. I formed you outside, uh, outside the will. And then I put you in the will. But you messed up. Then I put you back outside the will. But then even before the second Adam came, I gave you all of these things. There were miracles in the Old Testament. There were breakthroughs in the Old Testament. There were wealthy people in the Old Testament. Genesis 13 and 2 says, And Abram was very rich in silver and cattle, silver and gold. All right? Elijah had, had, Elijah, uh, had died and they had buried him. And now there was war going on years later, and they ran out of burial space. So they just dug it. They didn't know who they were digging up. So they just dug up the grave of, of a dead person, and they just, one, two, three. And they heaved the dead soldier into the grave of Elijah, who now is just bones, no skin, just bones. And when the dead man's bones, when his body hit Elijah's dead two 500-year-old bones, the man came back alive again. And they said, whoa, how terrible is this? We dug up the prophet's grave. Look at all these miracles that happened in the Old Testament before Christ came. God said, even though you've dissolved, you've come to nothing. I'm so disappointed with y'all. God said, yet I hold y'all up like pillars. How much more does God want to eliminate lack and bring and bring aim, abundance, increase, and multiplication into your life? My time is running out. I pray that you that you have learned on tonight. I pray that your souls, that your spirits, that your minds have been have have have, have abundance has been added. I pray that increase has come to your spiritual knowledge, that your wisdom has increased, that your joy has increased over the word of God, that your spiritual confidence that I shall not live in lack. I shall not be happy in lack. I'm getting up out of the situation. I can't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't belong here. I don't belong here. I don't belong in lack. I don't belong in mental destitute. I don't belong to be poor living week to week, cash and lag, cash and next week check, in, in, in uh, 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 paying this week in anticipation of next week. God didn't, God didn't design me to live like, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't design me and my family to live in lack. I may have physical means and prosperity means, but he did not design my mind to be in lack, my joy, my happiness, my peace to be in lack. But what you going to do about a homeboy? What you going to do about a homegirl? The antidote is in the word of God. Let's get hold of that. Let's get that like a dog, like like a like 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 a bone with our dog. Like 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 a dog with a bone. I pray right now that Father in the name of Jesus. I speak to the host, the heavenly host of heaven, the the angelic armies of heaven, the angelic host to break the bonds of the circumstances of believers, those that are calling out tonight, our family members, our loved ones, our aunts, our uncles, our parents, our grandparents, our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, ten, gen ten generations from now, the sillage, 
Vasilage, S-I-L-A-G-E. It's a, it's a, it's a fur, it's a, it's a term used in perfumery. All right. It's, it's a perfume. And I mean that by cologne. A perfume may last eight hours on your skin. Mmm, I, I can still smell. Mmm, you ain't saying nothing. This is pretty sexy too. Mmm, that's why I'm in the house with Trish because I can't leave the house right now. Sillage is not how long something lasts. That's called longevity. Sillage is how far out people can smell it. It's the trail you leave. You know, when you know when when you wear Chanel, uh, 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 Mademoiselle. You know, <laughs> or or Chanel number no. five. All right, or Elizabeth Arden uh, green tea. All right, uh, I don't know these things. I'm just talking off the top of my head. Break the bonds of our circumstances. Create a barrier around us to eliminate lack as we destroy lack in our minds, as we are renewed daily by your spirit in the name of Jesus. We speak to those now that 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 may have that you know you're not where you used to be and you know where you want to be, or you may not even know to come to know Jesus Christ. You're watching tonight. Amen. I pray that you pray this with me. Father, forgive me of my sins. Wash me through and through. I acknowledge that you are God and God alone, the creator sustainer of all life. God, I confess, I confess that you rose from the dead, the first fruit of the dead for the remission of my sins. And I acknowledge that you are God in the flesh that came through the Virgin Mary and lived, died, crucified, and rose again and coming back again in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Give on tonight. If you've received this word, all I'm going to simply say is give according to what you think it meant to you. If it meant $8, then so $8. Amen. If, you, if it's worth you $3, then give $3. But you know what? You know what? I'd be, I just told you, I went to service last week. I gave a total of $80. Not to brag, but just to, once again, just to point that light. All right, I have a church, I have a ministry that I love, and I sow into the ministry. Everybody in the finance knows that every time every time I sow, it, it comes up in your email. All right, pastor, pastor, don't miss. All right, but I was touched by the word, and I was touched by the, by, I was touched by that plea to help young people in that their parents are struggling or maybe in poverty to get book bags and pencils and, 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 and so forth. And whatever they asked for, I gave. If they asked for eighty dollars, I would have given eighty. If they gave one hundred fifty, I would have given one hundred fifty. If they asked for twenty, I would have given twenty. They asked for sixty. They said if you would sponsor a child, and I sponsored a child. All right, I didn't put any name on it. I didn't put anything because I don't mind any credit for it, and I'm not doing this now for credit. But I saw the worth in what they're doing. If you see the worth in what you got on tonight, saints, not because I did it, because the Holy Spirit is breaking off stuff that you may have never heard before, not even understand the stood the principles of it before. Amen. Sow that $10,000 seed on tonight. Sow that $13,000 seed tonight. Sow that $1,000 tonight. Sow that $500. Sow $10, but sow something in accordance with the revelation that you received on tonight. Love you. God bless you. May God's light shine upon you. Uh, and, God, and, and, and God's mercy keep you. Uh, um, um, as we leave this place, until we meet again, watch over and keep us in Jesus' name, amen. M-I-C K-E-Y Amen. Lifting up
Crouch. God bless you. I love you. We have three different ways that you can give. One way is using the Givelify app by downloading Givelify using your iOS or Android device and search the King's Healing Room, where you will see our senior pastor, Bishop Brian K. Hill's senior photo. You also can use our text to give. Here how it works. There are five steps. Step one, text GIVE to 1-844-981-2759, which is a unique to the King's Hiller Room. Step two, you will receive a text with instructions. Step three, follow the instructions to set up a given account. Step four, text the amount you want to give and the designation. It could be a tithe, offering, or general fund. In step five, you will receive a receipt via email confirming your gift. And here's the last way you can give. You can use PayPal and send your donation to tkhroffice at gmail.com. That is tkhroffice at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to listen to more messages like the one you have heard. We are the King's Healing Room and we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence.